The Packers have played their four quarters. Now it's time for the fifth quarter. One more week to go with the Detroit Lions coming to town. We got lots to talk about tonight, and a guy we have been waiting uh, all season to get active and get on this show. And uh, we saved the uh, the best game by far to bring on Jake Kumaro, the Pack's wide receiver. Our guest going to be coming on in just a couple of minutes. Alongside, welcome back, Mansi. Hello, hello, hello. Merry Christmas. How was the break? Merry Christmas. Fantastic. All right. How was your trip out east? It was very good. I would say Especially, so. Especially uh, via. Bella Pace, the Italian Ooh. restaurant on the Lower East Side. I highly recommend it. Very nice. Yeah, the, the owner's a Packer fan. He's got a piece of stock up on the wall. We had a blast, so it was a good time. Yeah, I spent an entire week one night in New Orleans. Oh, at I a, bet. At a that place, can happen. At a bar called Snake and Jake's Christmas Club Lounge. Okay. Just yeah. the season. It was fantastic. Outstanding. No drink was more than $2.50. All right. Yeah, it was wonderful. Well, you know, I'm going to get back to the Big Easy before yeah. too long. And Good we'll time. Spot it out. What a crazy game. Uh, the Packers fall behind 14-0, 21-7. They're down 35-20 in the second half, and they uh, rally to win. Aaron Rodgers by uh, you know, two of by legs and one of by arm, right? Uh, got it <laughs> done. couple of touchdowns both ways. Uh, they win the toss in overtime, never give it up. Devontae Adams catching the game winner, and the Packers get a big-time W. They're first on the road all season. Avoid the 1958 donut uh, with that one. As as crazy as the game was, I'm watching it with the guys up in the press box. We're going, this is insane. Yeah. You know, this is insane. Two teams, uh, you know, supposedly with nothing to play for. Played their tails off, and there were a lot of inspiring performances. Rodgers won, Jamal Williams another, David Bakhtiari just gutting it out on the offensive line, trying to chase down what he thought was the game-ending two-point conversion the other way, finishes the ball game in overtime. Just nuts. What I also thought was insane, and you didn't get to see this, but the postgame, Aaron Rodgers interviewed on the field, and he was flat-out asked, why did you play today? Really? Yeah, because it was a game that meant nothing to either team. Uh, but it was a game, wasn't it? Yeah. He was asked, <laughs> why did you decide to play today? And he was like, um, it's my team. Yeah. <laughs> of course I'm going to play in this game. And he says, I play for moments like this. Of course I'm not just going to leave everyone else on the field and decide I'm not playing today. And our Packer fans was really uh, upset that they may have hurt their draft status right. by a couple Come of on. spots in round one. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I hope not. This is nuts. Yeah. This is a team that badly needed to win for all kinds of reasons. It's been that kind of year. There's no question about it. I assume we're not going to get to the locker room quotes tonight. I have no idea. I don't Yeah, we've had know. some issues back at our station with the, some the technical board, stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, I don't know if it's going to work or not. I don't know if it's going to work or not. But we will try uh, maybe. Sure. Why not? We can try to go to the locker room. If it doesn't work, we're we'll just here. We'll know in a minute. And we'll start with interim head coach Joe Philbin, who said, yeah, that win was important for a lot of reasons and for the entire organization. You know, by Monday at 5 o'clock, right, this is going to be a ghost town, correct? <laughs> I mean, it ends rapidly. You know, whether you finish the season as Super Bowl champion or you lose in the next round of the playoffs or you don't get to the playoffs, it's a, it's an, it, it, you know, because, you know, as I said to them, you know, since April 16th, my mind's been, how can I contribute to the success of the Green Bay Packers in 2018? And then, bang, all of a sudden, it's over. Yeah, no question about it. It was a very happy locker room. And as you mentioned, Aaron Rodgers said there was nothing meaningless about this game. He had to play. Every team is never going to be the same, regardless of uh, the final record or 
and how you finish up. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of moving pieces in the offseason. So we're just going to try to finish up the right way with another win for Joe, give Joe the best chance moving forward, and, uh, you know, end it uh, at home in front of our fans the right way. You know, it was the subject of a blog post I did today. He talked about playing for Joe, winning for Joe. Sure. There, there seems to be a ground swelling of campaigning going on in that locker room uh, to keep Joe Philbin around as full-time head coach. But we'll see about that in a couple of weeks, right? Uh, as I said, Jamal Williams, he certainly played with passion. 95 on the ground, 60 more on uh, six receptions, and a heck of a balancing act on that seven-yard TD. How in the world did he stay in bounds? So, the only thing I can tell you is just great. Grit and grind, just trying to get in that end zone. So, uh, that's, I can't even tell you what, how, the, how I got in there. It's just, I just wanted it. He wanted it. He got it. He's had a nice couple of weeks. Hey, Tub, yeah, now, no question. do you remember when he was on the show with us, he promised there was this huge touchdown celebration coming. Didn't see it. Where he needed the entire field yeah. to pull it off. And not just for the entire team to celebrate, for Jamal. Yeah. He needed the entire field. I didn't see it in Chicago. I didn't see it this past no, weekend I didn't either. either. But I did watch him in pregame warm-ups again, and he dances all over He might the be field. saving it for yeah, Sunday. Maybe. We'll see. Hey, the, wook, the, the Wookiees, the rookie wide receivers, they made some plays too. EQ, 5 for 94. MVS, 5 for 75. And uh, Marquez said, uh, we just followed 12's lead. I'd like to hit him on a touchdown pass for any type of record he's breaking. Be a little more, a little more dramatic. Yeah, he was something else. There's no question about that. I don't know what's going on with those sound bites. But anyway, Devontae Adams, he caught the game winner. His 11th of the day. And that's one away from Sterling Sharp's single season record. And he said it was sure wild afternoon. We fought through a lot there. Obviously, it's, it's not easy to win. We, we've shown that this year. Haven't really done well on the road. But um, we rallied. I mean, that's, that's all we could do. We just kept the faith. And, you know, we kind of kept that same mentality we always had. We have time and downs as we were able to get it done. And, uh, you know, we, we just rally behind each other because we believe in, in one another. And we know it's us against the world at this point. I mean, people, people count us out. And, you know, they, they say that we, you know, just because of the record this year, that, that we're not a great team. But we know the type of people we have and we know the character that we have in this locker room. So we just rally behind them. They got it done, that's for sure. Now, defensively, they gave up 341 and three scores to rookie Sam Darnold. I was impressed by Darnold. Uh, I thought yeah. he threw the ball really well. Tremont Williams was also impressed, but, you know, he said there's an awful lot we can take from this kind of comeback effort. Um, I take that guy's not uh, giving up. I think that's a great thing to take from it. Uh, we know we had a couple weeks left. We still had goals to achieve, even though we know we're not going to the playoffs. We still got goals to achieve. Uh, one of them was to get a win on the road. <laughs> and we did that. Uh, it was a hard-fought battle, but we did that. Uh, I think we made a vow to one another. Morey cut the last one. We was going to get on this plan ride with a win today. We won't go with the last one. It took one. everything that we can handle, but <laughs> <laughs> it took all that we can handle, but, man, we, we did it. Like there, I said, know. we made a vow to one another. and I mean, you can do that as much as you want, and things still may not go your way, but I think that just means the effort that we were willing to give for one another. They played for one another. They battled for one another, and they got a win together. Uh, and it was uh, it was a fun afternoon. Now, can they replicate that one more time with the same kind of circumstance against another team with the same kind of circumstance? Well, they owe the Lions one. That right. was a mess at Ford Field earlier this year. And Joe Philbin's message to the guys this week hey, is enjoy it. This is the last week you're going to be together as a group. 
this team is going to go through a lot of changes. Yep, you in would the expect for sure. From the coaching staff to the roster. So uh, enjoy the company of uh, preparing uh, one more week, playing one more game, and let's see if we can't finish on a good note. The last time you're at home, it's a revenge game. You want to get one back. It's a division opponent. Of course, there's plenty to play for. I mean, they'll show up and they'll be fired up. Well, I would let's imagine. Let's hope so. Forty-four thirty-eight. They get it done in overtime. What a big night we got. Jake's coming on in a minute, and tonight is our grand prize giveaway night. Yes, the indoor club seats from our friends at Robinson's are going to our season-long hot and cold play contestants. You'll have two more chances to get qualified tonight, the last two chances, so uh, make sure you stick around for that. we got door prizes as well. We are live from the stadium view on Holmgren Way. We welcome our Wausau and Sheboygan listeners and those watching worldwide on the Midwest Communication Web. What's going on at the view? they got double bubble every weekday from 10 to 7 here at the stadium view. Tonight is Singo Night musical bingo that's right it's wednesday I mean, that's it's from weird. six yeah. to nine there's dj trivia that's tomorrow night from five to six thirty that's every thursday then the new year's eve bash they have free midnight buffet free champagne toast at midnight free hats tiaras accessories to enjoy your night with Great drink specials, and they got a DJ from 9 to close. Ring in 2019 right here at The View. And we come back, the pride of Whitewater. Jake Kumaro will be on board as our guest tonight. Don't go away. Fifth quarter returns after this timeout. <laughs> Pleasure to welcome this guy on board. Uh, he was a hit when he got here, and it, today it's the one-year anniversary. Sure is. Happy birthday. One year ago today, he was first signed by the Green uh -huh. Bay Packers. Uh -huh. Yeah. This after uh, coming out of UW-Whitewater by way of uh, Illinois in his first year or two? Two. Two. Uh, then finished his career with the White Warhawks and went to the Bengals and bounced around. This guy's been cut four times. He's been on injured reserve twice. He's been on practice squads in just about every city in the NFL. And... Looked like he was going to make this team in training camp. I had him on the 53, and we all know what happened against what, the Steelers. Uh, so he had to wait and wait and wait some more. But patience is a virtue, and it's paying off. For yesterday, what a thrill for this guy. His first NFL touchdown on uh, Sunday, I should say. And I think it won't be the last. As we welcome, please welcome, Jake Kumaro to the fifth quarter in the stadium view. Hello, Jake. Thanks for coming over. Thanks for having me. Happy holidays. Yes. How was Christmas? Christmas is great. Was got, it? Yeah, I got a uh, day off yesterday, so I got to drive home real quick. It's a three-hour drive for me. Got to see the brothers, mom and dad. Everything was good. Good, yeah. good. Outstanding. Now that you're an NFL player, do you buy a lot of gifts for everyone now? Are you expected to have the best gifts now at Christmas? Uh, we keep it pretty simple at the house, but uh, my gifts did upgrade a bit this year. Yeah. I would bet, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what was the feeling like? All you've gone through, Jake, I mean, it's ridiculous. You, you have one of the, the wildest rides to an end zone in the NFL that I can ever recall. What did it feel like? It felt great. Uh, it, was, it felt good to help the team, you know, put points on the board and uh, contribute to the win. Uh, everything happened so fast. I was just focused on kickoff the next play and what, what my next assignment was, so I didn't really even have time to sit and think uh, about it. Well, you may have lost focus on that kickoff cover. <laughs> yeah, I was tired. Andre Roberts, come on, man. <laughs> Talk about taking the thrill away in one play, uh, 99 the other way. Uh, tell me about the route. Uh, you were in a little combo with Jimmy, and he turned outside, and I saw both Adams in the corner kind of bite up, and away you go. Yeah, we had uh, Jimmy came in cross in motion. So whenever you motion uh, from one side to the other, it always confuses the defense a bit, makes them maybe change the call. And when Jimmy motioned over, I just had my route on and nothing changed. I ran straight, 
noticed that I kind of was running free and I was hoping he was looking my way. And when I turned around, the ball was in the air and I uh, just did, you know, make the catch and then let your instincts take over. One little cut to the left and away you go. Yep. Nicely done, nicely done. Um, great reward for the, the preseason. Jake, the preseason this year was really something unique. You got, <coughs> excuse me, Rogers behind you, this whole fan base behind you, your approach coming in this year, knowing it is a very crowded receiver field. They drafted three of them. You know, what were you thinking of just going out and just kind of performing? I, that's all I was thinking about was performing. You know, I was just not trying to think about all the extra things. Uh, I was just thinking about when I'm in, I just need to make sure I know what I'm doing and then I can play fast. And as long as you can play fast, then you can, you know, put it on film uh, that you can do it and you just got to keep on doing it and be consistent. Uh, so whenever you whenever you get your assignment, you get your technique down, you have to be consistent with it. And that was what I try to do the most. How, right. how much did having Bengal experience, La Patriot experience, just being in camps, being in pro systems and all that sort of thing. How much of an advantage was that for you coming into this season? You've kind of been doing this, but not yeah. kind of doing it. You've yeah, it definitely was a huge advantage, you know, having a couple of training camps under my belt. Because I remember coming in my first training camp, my head was spinning. I was nervous, excited, scared, everything. I didn't know <laughs> what was going on. And then having done that a few times, I mean, you're coming back like it's, uh, like, you know, you know, what, you know what to expect, you know what's coming. And uh, so that definitely helped. Are we going to see you dive into the end zone anymore? Oh, boy. If I, if I have to, yeah. If you have to. Yeah, if I'm getting chased again, I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, whatever it takes. Yeah. Yep. That, had, that had to really sting. And, you know, literally just a freak, a big, one of those freak things that, you know, you've probably done that how many times over yeah. the course of your you NFL career? Know, you had to know you were on this roster. Uh, no, not at all. Uh, I had no clue. Uh, every day you come in and it's a different ball game, so you got to come in and prove yourself every day. I didn't have a clue I was going to make it. I, not even close. Uh, so I was just trying everything I could do. And then when I got hurt, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to stay in the books and stay attentive, and that's all I can do, and just do what you can. With, you with all the times that you've been cut or on IR or on practice squads, what keeps you motivated? Where is the determination for you coming from that, hey, one of these times I'm cracking through, I'm making a 53 at some point? Yeah, I just wanted to get out there and play on Sunday. Uh, I really wanted to, you know, Get in, the, get in the game was my first goal. I just want to play in a game on Sunday. So, you know, having, not having done that, I was just going to keep itching my way up there until it happened. And then, you know, your next goal is to make a catch and then to score a touchdown. And now it's to just, you know, like be a starter and just keep on playing and just keep you getting probably had better an idea, too, though. I mean, once you hit injured reserve, you knew you had you made the 53 and then went on IR, right? So you right. knew there was a chance once the shoulder's right. They have two free moves. Yeah, as long as, uh, you know, the rest of the guys stayed healthy and uh, I stayed, you know, in shape and then ready to go, then I thought, yeah, maybe I got a really good chance of uh, coming back and helping this team out because I know it's a long season and you never know what can happen. Did you bring the touchdown ball home with you for Christmas? Uh, Show it I off a little bit? Totally forgot it. Uh, I wanted to. Red Batty uh, did yeah. not save that ball nah, for you? No, they saved it for me, but I All didn't, right. like, keep it, keep it, like, on the spot. You know, when I scored, I threw it somewhere because I didn't even think about it. <laughs> and I saw Devontae running at me full speed, so I got excited and threw the ball, chest bump. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then all of a sudden they told me the next day, hey, we got the ball. It'll be here tomorrow. So Christmas is over, and I got it today, though. And it wasn't just the touchdown catch, your first in the pros. Uh, you were, I think, 57 snaps in that game. You started uh, at one of the wideout spots. That's a big jump from, all right, last quarter, 
an out route against what the Cardinals was that the first grab NFL first grab yep. uh, that's a big step so you knew you were going to be a part of the yeah. plan no I mean yeah going into the game knowing Randall was going to be uh, out, out yeah we, uh, you know we knew we were going to have an, uh, more reps and you know I just focused up all week made sure I studied the game plan and then coach felt good about throwing me in there right away so I ended up uh, coming out hot coming question out posed to Aaron after the game all right 540 yards 44 points no, Aaron had 500? No, it was he had four something. Um, I can look it up. But team as an offense, oh, 540 no. yards, 44 points, score on the last four possessions. What the hell's that been? <laughs> uh, I don't know. We've been close every every game. You know, there's always one little thing here, one little thing there, and uh, maybe this game, you know, the cards fell right for us, and we ended up executing. That's the key. When uh, when you hear in the media or from fans or whatever that there's nothing left to play for in this season. What's your reaction to that? I mean, absolutely there is. You know, as long as there's a game left, you know, it doesn't matter how big or, or how much money you make. Uh, you're here to play the game. That's your job. And, and your team expects you to do your job. So I expect everybody to play that can. That was certainly evident, just the way you guys battled back, the way you had to battle back. I mean, that fourth quarter was ridiculous. I mean, every play that had to be made, you guys made in very dire circumstances. Yep. Yeah, I didn't know what to expect. I just knew that as long as uh, Aaron's back there controlling the huddle, <clears throat> we can make anything happen. So no matter what the score is, I try not to look at the score unless it's the fourth quarter, you know, and I got another situation or the down and distance. But throughout the rest of the game, I just know when I'm in, I got to listen to Aaron and do my job and I'm be at the right place at the right time. And that's all I got to do. And you weren't alone. I think that was the first game in franchise history that five receivers had catches for 60 or more yards. Five different guys, you among them. I mean, Devontae with his 11 and the game-winning touch. Uh, he's going to go for 100. He's had 111 right now. Yeah. That's a lot of production. That is. What do you learn from a guy like Devontae and Cobb this year? And kind of because it's a very young group behind those two. Yeah, you, I learned a lot from them uh, on and off the field. You know, uh, those guys are true pros. So they go about their business a certain way compared to other guys. And you got to just really take note in that, you know, when it comes to just walkthroughs and taking notes in, in, in the room and, and just being on top of your assignment and, and not not you know messing up a lot they, they're good at that and then skill wise i just watch how they beat guys you watch their feet watch how they watch how they play watch how they catch and you watch how they communicate with aaron because aaron's got a certain way of communicating so you really gotta you know be on cue that's what we hear a lot you've got to learn well what was mike mccarthy now joe philbin's playbook but you got to know aaron's way of doing things what what's the difference uh aaron's just quick and he does things that you might not be prepared for things that just happen like instinctively like when you're out there he might change something and you got to be ready for it rather than you know the coach having that in the game plan and you studying it Aaron's more on the fly type of guy Adams touchdown was a check that he last yep. used against the Rams eight weeks ago that kind of recall is amazing for everybody to function just by one of these or you know <laughs> one of these or one of these right yeah. Everyone's got to understand what that's all about. Yeah, you do. And uh, and to get the ball, Aaron's got to trust that you understand what he's saying. So he, he trusts Devontae. He knows he, what the call is. He's going to throw it to him on time. And that's what Joe was saying about you uh, just yeah. today again, is that you are in the right spots. You are in those spots. Uh, and so Aaron has a comfort level with you, even though it's only been a game and a couple of quarters, uh, that if you practice those spots every day, you're going to be there on game days. 
Yeah, I try to be in the same spots Devontae's in, you know. <laughs> yeah. I try and watch him. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, really. And wherever he's at, I try to do the same exact thing. Uh, and I also, you know, with my own unique twist to it. But, yeah, try to just watch those guys because they, they know how to do it. Has, has Devontae had the biggest influence on you off the field as a locker room guy? Uh, yeah, uh, him and Cobb. They, they're, they, him and Cobb are great. They, they both, uh, you know, do more than enough for us, especially for the young guys in the room. They're great with uh, communication, helping us with plays. And just set an example. They were all young guys too, with drivers and Jennings and Jordys and all of those things. So there's kind of the passing of the torch on this is how we do it. This yeah. is you know how we will help you get better. Yeah, and he takes that role very seriously. Takes it to the heart, and 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 he really he means what he says out there. Well-deserved Pro Bowl for Devontae Adams, obviously. We're going to take a break. When we come back, more of Jake Kumaro on his long and winding road to the NFL that brought him to uh, a lot of games on Wisconsin soil in the WEAC. Don't go away. Fifth quarter returns right after this timeout. And Jake Kumaro on board tonight. We're going to get back with Jake in just a couple of minutes, but it's time now for our last hot play of the season. Been doing it all year. You guessed the hot play of the game from last Sunday, and you'll take home a prize tonight from our friends at Robinson's, and you'll also get qualified for right here. A pair of indoor club seats to the Packers and Lions on Sunday. Who we got lined up there, Z? Bob is up first. Bob, Bob what's your guess? Bob, the hot play of the day. Uh, Aaron to Jake's 50-some yards. That was a warm top. one. That was a warm one. Got him going, but uh, I just couldn't do it to you, Jake. It's all right. We'll save it's it. All right. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Thank you, we'll look for another contestant. Not Jake's touchdown on the hot play of the day. So if you think you know it and haven't already qualified, step right up. So a native of Illinois. Right? Yes. Elgin? Bartlett area, yeah. Bartlett area, yeah. Bartlett area, okay. Uh, and off to the University of Illinois for the one season. Yes, two. And he's not playing time? Yeah, no, I went there as a walk-on. Uh, a walk-on? Yeah, not even yeah. recruited? No, a walk-on. And uh, I got redshirted there my first year, so I got some good experience, good time to learn. And then my redshirt freshman year, I played uh, about four or five plays a game as a backup, and uh, then I transferred after that second year. Now, was Zook the coach? Zucker was my guy. Zucker was your guy. <laughs> All right. So you had a falling out and had to get out of there? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, when Zook left, I left. You know, he left and then his whole. Really? Yeah, they cleared house when they when he got released. Uh, they, they fired every single coach on staff, and they brought in a whole bunch of new guys. And I, that spring ball, I was a walk-on still, you know, and wasn't seeing much of the field. And I was like, you know what, maybe I should transfer. The last three years, I went to Whitewater. All right, we'll get to Whitewater in a moment, but let's see if we can't get a hot play winner before we uh, go back to your path. Oh, what's your guess? Devontae Adams, game-winning touchdown. Well, our final hot play was the final play of the game, of course! Nice. Rodgers in the shotgun, Williams to his left, here's the snap. Rodgers clean pocket, throws the middle of the end zone. There's Wayne on the call with Larry on the so another round from Larry. Devontae Adams said he got pretty clean separation on his 13th touchdown of the year. I mean, it was a great check, honestly. It was, uh, it was quarters. He saw he saw the, the coverage, and, you know, it was something that we kind of been wanting to hit earlier on, and they were they were kind of trying to keep everything in front of him. It, it was pretty tough to get on top, so um, it's our opportunity, and, and he made a great check, and, you know, he put the ball where it had to be, and I really had the easy part. 
Yeah, the easy part. The throw was there, and we got our winner, right? Karen. Hey, all right, Karen, yes. you are in. We'll do one more cold play before we are done tonight. So, Jay Coomer, our guest, after the Zucker goes in uh, Champagne, why Whitewater? Um, I had an older sister that played basketball there. So really? She, yeah, she was a year older than me. So my senior year of high school, you know, I got to go up there and watch her as a freshman play. So I saw the school and, and saw the campus, the football team, and I knew they were a good team. They yes, were just they coming are. off of a three-peat national championship when I transferred in. So it was all thumbs up as I was heading in. It looked I have like a sister a great who went to Whitewater. Love the campus. Yep. Great town. Great, great town. town. In terms of basketball skills, who's better, your sister or you? Who wins in the... Um, she's got me in free throws, I'll tell you that. Yeah. She can knock them down, yeah, but I think I'd be able to take them. I imagine you probably have a little bit more ups. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. She's, she's tall, though. She played center, so she's got the post. She knows how to do it. So the Warhawk program is still rolling, Jake. What still is it about rolling. that place? Uh, powered by tradition. They, they know how to do it. They know how to do it right. Uh, guys, you know, the guys in front of them, the guys in front of me, they all paved the way and then and made it what it was. So now we, when new guys come in, we just you know try and hold up to that what standard. Was it six straight championship games in a row, I think it was. Yeah, something like six that. straight, six or seven out of eight or nine, something like that. A good run, good run. And it just seems to be the Division Three party is Whitewater, Mount Union, and what Warhawks got bounced by what Mary Harden Baylor this year. Yep. In the semis. Right in the semis. Yeah, unbelievable. That group of uh, teams is just always there. In Division Three, yep. great experience. So, any scouts come a calling and come a looking while you were piling up numbers for the Warhawks? Uh, yeah, there was like one or two teams that showed interest, uh, but it wasn't until the end of the year when I got invited to Wisconsin's Pro Day that I, I uh, knew I was going to be able to showcase some of my skills. So you have to get an invite to uh, work out with the Badger seniors? Yeah. Uh, I guess a couple of D3 guys around the area get an invite over there. Nice. And uh, I was one of them. And luckily my quarterback was too. So he was the one throwing to everybody there. So he threw to me and we were perfect. All right. Yeah. But undrafted, right? Yep. Bengals come calling first. Yep. Uh, Bengals called first. I decided to go there as a free agent. Uh, I ended up making the practice squad my first year. Uh, hung on there. Got to learn a lot from those guys. Uh, and then the same thing the next year. Were, were they the only call, or were some other teams interested as well? There was like, a handful, yeah. There was like three or four or five teams that said, hey, we'd love to have you as a free agent uh, right after the draft ended. You know, I didn't get picked. Uh, and, yeah, so I decided, you know, the Bengals would have been the best fit. Who were the other teams? Uh, I can't remember. Uh, I think the, maybe the Saints, the Bucks, uh, the Bills. There's a couple handful. Uh, we were interested in the Bengals, though. We thought Cincinnati would be a good spot. What What was it about the the Bengals that made you think you had a shot with that team? Uh, I was talking to my agent about it, and he thought it was a good match with the guys they had there, with the years of experience and everything else. So I trusted in them, and uh, Ohio's cool. So let's go. So practice squad, finally get off that, get hurt, right? Yep. And then yeah, the just the drive to just press on we talked about it a little bit but you ever get frustrated uh, think it might not happen yeah you know you, you you have to be i mean you, you you have to be patient but you can't be frustrated it's really what it is uh when you're injured or when you're not starting and you're not playing you have to be patient with it uh otherwise you know you're gonna be frustrated so, so this is patient. like the fourth year right since college yes fourth year a lot of guys would just all right let's lean on the degree or do something else 
Yeah, I want to play. I know. <laughs> I like was playing. It's fun. Was there ever a moment, though, where that kind of creeped in that maybe this isn't going to work out for me? Maybe I just start looking at a different direction? Uh, I mean, yes and no. Not really. Everybody thinks about that, you know. Oh, man, what if, you know, the this year doesn't go as, as planned? Or what if, you know, I don't make it? Or, or you know, but then you just have to flush it. It has to go in one year and out the other. And uh, all I know is when this, when I'm up, up uh, on the ball and the, the ball gets snapped, I just got to run my route. You know, I don't think of any of that other right. stuff. I only really have one more question. Is the chin strap uncomfortable with that beard? No, it's extra cushion. Extra, <laughs> extra cushion. <laughs> how, long has you been, how long has that thing been going? Um, I had it all last year, and then when I came to camp this year. Well, I remember when you got here, yeah. Yeah, I had it when I got here. It was a lot smaller, but I had it from the year past. <laughs> Instead of trimming it for training camp, I decided to let it go this year, so I had a good head start on everybody. So it's been, I guess, almost this will be the two years, yeah. All right. Better head of hair, you or Clay Matthews? Uh, yeah, I give it to Clay, man. His hair has made more plays than mine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's made him more money, too. He's made more yeah. commercials, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. He's got, got his, it to him. Got to give it to him. Yeah, he's got his own hair <laughs> care product line practically yeah. right now. Jake Cooper, yeah. our guest tonight. We're going to take a look at the Lions and the wrap up of this season and really how the guys are feeling about oh, it's going to be an offseason of change, like it or not, in Titletown. Don't go away. The fifth quarter returns to the stadium here right after this timeout. All right, welcome back, everybody. Again, happy holidays. Just a reminder, because we got another holiday weekend next weekend, New Year's yes. Eve and New Year's Day. One week from tonight will be our uh, season finale of year 39 of the fifth quarter. That's unbelievable. What? That you've been doing it that long. I mean, it's fantastic. Lordy, lordy, we'll hit 40 next year. It's amazing that people have tolerated you for 39 seasons. It's seasons. amazing. It is true. Just unbelievable. Yeah, that's crazy. Unbelievable. I agree. I agree. All right. We had a hot play winner. We got one last chance to get qualified for those indoor clubs from Robinson's for the Lion game. Looking for the final cold play of the day, and Bob's going to try another shot. Bob. Yes, sir. What's your guess? Play. Uh, the 99-yard touchdown return. You're in, Bob. Yep. Packers could not celebrate Jake's touchdown very long. From the ensuing kickoff, Pro Bowl returner Andre Roberts ripped right through the cover team for a 99-yarder to make it 21-7. He'd had a 51-yarder late in regulation to set up the tying field goal. Mason Crosby could only wave at him on the touchdown run back. Joe's one of the realest people that I you know what to expect uh, from Joe. And, uh, regardless, wins, losses, not really what uh, most people's happiness is kind of contingent on that. And I think that his yeah, that was not good. what the film looks like rather than the, the final outcome. Obviously, you know, a, a great performance and a win can kind of trump the, the negative things, which is also good. So I think that he kind of has his, his head in the right spot. He's a, he's a guy that he's really easy to follow just because, you know, you know what you're going to get every day, and he makes it clear what he, he expects from you. So um, that's why I'm a big guy. He played well. Yes, he did. 215 return yards for Roberts. What happened on that return, Jake? Um, yeah, he just hit it fast. Um, you know, we could have had a lot of different things happen, uh, me including myself couple guys being in different spots clog up the lane uh had to slow him down he had a free run at it so oh he got to slow God. him down yeah and then we were all wondering what the hell are you even kicking him to him for at the end of regulation uh mason said as you heard got a little too not enough height on what did he call it his high kick or whatever something like that what's the call on that one yeah the i don't know yeah, something the deep, like that. Deep kick. Deep yeah, kick, the deep right. kick. And he cracked it for 51. Gave him a chance for the win, but yeah, the D held up and and uh, allowed just the field goal to tie. And we all know what happened after that. Back to the special teams. You played a lot of that, obviously, the last couple of weeks as well. Part of the thing is, 
Jake, there's been three or four new guys on this team every week that are being asked to play special teams. How difficult is it to be able to execute everyone's assignment when guys are brand new to this thing and have practiced it a couple of times? Yeah, it definitely makes it tougher. But, you know, us as a team, we, we know what we're supposed to do out there. We know our job, and we just got to do a better job of it this weekend. That's all it is. Uh, we got to make sure that we're focused up. Coach tries to keep it simple first because we got a lot of new guys. So this week we're going to try and keep it simple, simplify the plan, and then go out there and try and get it done. So how's how's the reunion with Zucker been working uh, on special teams? He's, good, he's a yeah. funny guy. Yeah, he is. He's great. I love having him out there. I think he's a great coach, great guy. Uh, he gets the guys gets the guys going the guys around him like him uh yeah i like having zucker on there yeah i can imagine <laughs> you're an illinois guy were you a bears fan growing up uh not a huge bears fan i grew up in fort lauderdale for about 10 oh, okay. years yeah i was born in chicago moved to florida when i was two or three years old so i had my childhood down there and my dad played in miami so i always was a dolphins that's fan. right he was a number one pick uh 16th first round yeah wow yeah and uh yeah, we always liked them, and uh, we liked Brett Favre, too, as a family. We liked the pack growing up. Uh, we liked the Bears a little bit, moving back to Chicago. So uh, we had a variety of teams. Buckeyes, too. Go Buckeyes. What's your, uh, what's your first football memory? Uh, first football memory is playing flag football down in Florida, having my dad as my head coach driving me there every day in the old Chevy Blazer. I remember that <laughs> like it was yesterday. So your dad's your head coach. He's got some skills. Besides, a lot of lot of pressure coming from dad for you to uh, to perform. No, nah, he didn't. He made it real easy on us. You know, he he told us we could do whatever we want, and uh, he was out there just to help us get better. And uh, yeah, he he did a great job. And you also read the bio. The Bosas are your cousins. How how related? Yeah, they are. My dad's sister. Uh, All those right. Are their kids. All right. Yep. Joey's off to a pretty start. He is. Yeah, he's off to a great start, you know, and he's got a future ahead of him. I uh, hope he continues and, his success. And uh, sounds like Nick's ready to come out. He's ready. And uh, watch out. Watch out? <laughs> Who's better? I don't know. They're we'll both find good. out. Yeah. They're both pretty good. Yeah. I could see that. Edge rusher. They've been talking about it for years up the street. Yeah. And Why Jonah not? was all right. Nick's not bad either. That'd be kind of fun, huh? Have Cuz here. Oh, absolutely. I would uh, love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can imagine. So if you weren't in football, what would you be doing for a living? Coaching football. Yeah. <laughs> Something with football, training, coaching, being a part of it. Just in the blood, yep. obviously. Any other sports growing up? Yeah, uh, baseball, basketball. I didn't play basketball in high school, but I always you played in the you know little league in the park district. But I played baseball in high school. Did track a little bit. Uh, did soccer a lot as a young kid in Florida growing up. So I played mostly everything. Yeah. All right. What's one thing that Packers fans would be surprised to learn about you? Um, well, I love snowboarding, but maybe you could guess that. Um, <laughs> snowboarding is like my favorite thing to do other than play football. It's a lot of fun. You um, haven't been tempted to. Uh, just slap the board and go down Aaron's Hill? No, not here. Yeah, that would be sweet. That would no, be fun. I, I not during the season, I would think. Yeah, we got another week. Uh, <laughs> is, that, is there snow on it? Oh, yeah. There's plenty. They're making snow nice. on that thing. And you can go on it, like, after the season? Like, people, the, anyone could go on it? Well, sure. How does that thing work over there? I yeah. don't even know. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Pony up. Well, I'm sure you could get a break. What is it, four bucks a ride, <laughs> five bucks a ride? Just maybe to slide I'll, down the hill? Maybe after New Year's, I'll check it out. Let's check it out. All right. We'll throw some moguls in there and really make it interesting. Is there anything like that written in contracts anymore about, you know, Activities you can do, you can't oh, yeah. do during um, season? Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, 
you know, I just maybe go once or twice, a couple of the friends, and just right. keep it safe. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't really do it. Yeah. All I'm you need sure. is a broken leg now, and snowboarding, and I'm, that'd be I'm the good. last of it. Uh, rematch with the Lions. Uh, you were obviously watching that team, and that game was just incredible how they crawled all over the Packers at Fort Field. And uh, the guys made a comeback, but fell a little short. Um, Talk a little bit about what you've seen so far. Their secondary's got a pro bowler, Darius Slay. Uh, Jared Davis having a fantastic year in a second year at linebacker. Got some guys that can bring some pressure. Um, their defense has played more consistently well than their offense under first-year head coach Matt Patricia, in my opinion. Yeah, they're going to be a handful, but I think we're ready for them. Yeah, they got a good cornerback, Slay. Uh, they should be playing off coverage, but we're ready for some press coverage. Uh, they do play a lot of man-to-man, so us uh, the receivers, we got to win. And uh, they've been running the ball good lately, too. That's what Coach has been saying. So we got to stop the run on defense and win man-to-man as receivers. Now, as a press, Kerryon Johnson, their running back this year, having a nice season for him. LeGarrette Blunt, also the banger uh, inside as well. Uh, but it just hasn't taken hold. Matt Patricia in his first year, 5-10. and 10. Uh, and I think they've lost six out of their last eight. Uh, so they've been scuffling around a little bit uh, in this first year under their new head coach, former Patriot uh, defensive assistants. Say you get into the end zone this coming weekend. Yeah. Lambo. Anything special planned? Well, no, for sure. I didn't even know what to do when I scored last week. <laughs> that, that's that's not something. So many guys think about that, how they're going to celebrate, what yeah. they're going to do. That's not something for you to worry about. No, I usually like to celebrate with like one of the guys. That's always even more fun. I haven't turn seen around it. and like see one of the boys and you know headbutt them or there jump in. But yeah, I haven't seen any real choreographed. And celebrations out of this team. Yeah, this we year. haven't been on it that much this year. Uh, some of the guys have been mentioning it in the locker room, like, man, we got to get back to doing some good ones. But uh, yeah, we got a lot of new guys, and we're all really just focused on learning. Uh, so <laughs> we're just so we're focused in on Aaron, trying to learn how he plays. So a lot of guys haven't been thinking about that. So maybe no time to learn dances. That's yeah. If we, <laughs> maybe think... if we're learning dances, they might come yell at us that we should yeah, be learning no the plays more. Maybe yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe you know a beer barrel polka. Just everybody get in the end zone and just polka a little bit. Yeah, uh, I think would be pretty good for that this weekend. Good. Uh, but certainly a leap is in order. You know you got to do that. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Number one. No question about yeah. that. Um, so uh, finish strong. Philbin's message again. Enjoy this last week. And he's right. Uh, this is the last week. Dare I say, 50% of the roster is going to be together. I mean, there's going to be a lot of changes, Jake. New head coach. How are the guys kind of just coming to grips with that, that there's going to be a new regime next year, and how are you going to have to deal with that? Yeah, guys are just going with, uh, you know, going week by week type of thing. Now, you know, we're, uh, we're in the last leg of the season, and, and we know we weren't going to be making the playoffs, so it's like, all right, guys, we're going to take this week by week and try and just win each game out. Just do it for each other, do it for coach. So uh, we're all locked in, and uh, you know, no matter what, we're going to be giving our effort. No concerns, especially you. I mean, you've been learning new systems every year, it seems like. But, yeah, the challenge yeah. of what could be a new whole offensive philosophy and system and everything else. Yeah, no bring concerns. It, on, right? it is what it is. Yep, I, uh, I can't do anything about it, so I'm yeah, here true. to learn. All right. Well, you've learned well. You've been a very good study right from the day you got here one year ago and uh, had the great preseason. It was worth the wait seeing the end zone uh, last Sunday, obviously, against the Jets, and I hope it isn't the last, Jake. Uh, it was a real treat having you on, and best of luck. Stay healthy and uh, have a great 2019. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Ladies and gentlemen, the pride of the Warhawks, Jake Kumaro, our guest tonight. We're going to take one last break, set the stage for the finale, and give away our grand prize. Hot and cold prize coming up next. Don't go away. The fifth quarter wraps up right after this timeout.
Alright, welcome back everybody again. Thanks to Jake for coming on by. Yeah, that was a lot of fun with Mr. Kumaro. Appreciate it. Alright, one more to go. Sunday high <laughs> noon at Lambo. Really want to thank Daryl and the gang from Robinson's. You guys are awesome to us here in the fifth quarter. You give away tickets to the home games. You give away uh, gift cards to the pro shop when they're on the road. Hot and, and cold all, prizes. And the hot and yeah. cold prizes every weekend. It culminates with our grand prize, the pair of indoor club seats to the Packers and the Lions finale. Everybody who won a hot and cold play contest all season long, now in the uh, little cup here that you're fingering. <laughs> <laughs> to pull out the game, the winner. Okay. All right. All right. So let's do it again. Thanks for playing all Care season. Care to rephrase? Yeah, really. <laughs> well, we're Good. waiting. John Lesbron. John, you're going to the ball game. Our hot and cold play winner of 2018. All Congratulations, right. John. Don't go too far. We got some more dope prizes to give away when we go off the air. And again, a reminder, uh, it's the game on Sunday, New Year's yeah. Eve's Monday, New Year's Day Tuesday. Our finale will be next Wednesday, January 2nd, 5 to 6. We're going to have a lot of fun, look back on the season, look ahead to the coaching change and everything else going on. Got a big offseason coming up. Z, a lot of fun. You too, sir. All right. Thanks again for coming out, everybody. Happy New Year. We'll see you yeah, next year, next Wednesday night. So long, everyone. <laughs>